0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Insights with Alicia, where every week we gather to learn and connect and I often say things and people always want to know more about it. They like the insight from the scientific psychic. And the truth is, is there are so many things that I've experienced that have transformed my life. And I love being able to share these insights with everyone, not just my clients. We talk about relationships, our behavior, life skills that will literally change your life and the tools that go along to support those changes. And sometimes we talk about the animals. For those of you who don't know, I am Alicia Sweezer, owner of Who Knew Healing. I am an intuitive life coach, animal consultant and communicator, psychic medium, intuitive mentor, and I am super lucky because I get to provide healing and growth opportunities for people and animals. And the truth is, is one of the reasons, there are so many, but one of the reasons that I love being able to do Insights with Alicia is because it gives you a place to start, creating something new in your life for free. Who doesn't love free? I get to shine a light on things and show you a different perspective for how you can create change for yourself. And then if you choose to, you want to continue down your path, uh, you can work with me individually to transform at a deeper and usually quicker pace. Uh, And as always, new episodes of Insights uh with Alicia are available on Mondays. The episodes, the video episodes are on my YouTube channel under Alicia Sweezer and on all podcast platforms as Insights with Alicia as well as for my readers out there. Um it'll be available as a blog post on my website, Who Knew Healing. It's new with a K um on Wednesdays. Okay, let's get started. Oh my goodness. Got my water. <laughs> okay. So I did say at some point we would have a little chat. Um about introverts and extroverts. So here it is. Now, we all know uh, there are personality type tests that you can take that tell you what category you fit in. Um, You know how much I love being fit into boxes these days. I think the big one is like Myers-Briggs. Under that test, I qualify as an INFJ. Uh, Obviously, the I means introvert. (laughs) Um, And the one thing before we delve into introvertness and extrovertness um, in this episode. And we're not going to go too deep. We're just going to have a sort of quick chat about it. But the reason I wanted to talk about it is because there's one main thing that I I really wanted to get out to people and I really wanted to um, educate people about. But we're going to, we'll get there in a second. I'm going to digress for a moment. And because like I was saying, I was talking about the labels, right? The INFJ. And one of the things that humans do with labels um, and it's one of the things that makes me crazy about labels, is that we use them as an end-all definition of our existence. Humans have a hard time seeing past the label. They're always like, well, I'm this. And for them, it's so, you know, um, I was going to say inclusive, but that's not the word. It's so constraining because we're not just one thing. We're many things. And the truth is, are labels helpful? absolutely. If, particularly if you've ever had a health challenge that no one can figure out and then someone gives you a diagnosis, right? You get the name, you get the label to what's happening. It offers a tremendous amount of relief. I've experienced that many times. And I will say what I always say. It is one piece of you. It is one brick in your lighthouse. It isn't all of who you are. How you are defined by something is completely up to you. And people will always make assumptions about you based on those labels. It is so much one of my favorite things to watch as people who meet me for the first time or who um, get to know me more start to make assumptions about me um, because they don't understand how I'm made up of so many paradoxes and how I don't fit into their boxes They don't understand how you can be scientific and psychic at the same time. They don't understand how you can be an animal communicator and a wildlife biologist. How can you be a a woman who helps men also? Because my clientele is men and women. There's a lot of um, like coaches out there that choose one, you know, they choose to work with only men or they choose to work with only women. So far, mine is a mix and I absolutely love it. They're always like, how can you be so quiet and commanding at the same time? and other things. It just, it's, you know how much I love human behavior and watching all this sort of thing. Um, but as I said, labels are one piece. We have many, many labels. So your introvertness, your extrovertness, it's just a piece of us. And it's not something, you know, in this society is sort of sees introverts, you know, or introvertness. I don't even know if that's a word, pretty sure I'm making it up. Um, but I like it. So I'm going to go with it as a character, flaw or a defect that needs to be fixed. Like you need to be more going, dude, this is who says it's all about a balance and we need both in this world. And it's not a place where we make ourselves wrong about it. There was, oh my gosh, for a quite a long period of time, I'm going to digress and tell another little story here. Um, After I got divorced, right. And I was trying to find my way and make new friends. And I'd moved back into town. I lived outside of Phoenix. Now I live in Phoenix I made friends with people who were more extroverted, which is great. Love extroverts. And consistently I was made wrong for being an introvert. Consistently I was made wrong and shamed for needing quiet time, needing um you know solitude to process my grief, you know, from the divorce and your whole life changing, not to mention I was still very ill with my head injury. And on top of that, being an empath and not having the skills at that time to really be able to manage some of my gifts is a lot. This world is very loud for introverts and particularly empaths. And a lot of introverts are empaths. Extroverts are also, it's not inclusive to just one. Um, So I just wanna invite you to not make yourself wrong. Don't shame yourself, don't doubt yourself, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. They're both perfect. This world needs both of us. It's funny, I was talking to one of my clients who's an extrovert and I was telling him, I was like, hey, I'm making an episode, you know, on on this. And I said, Can you imagine if I was an extrovert also? I was like, what would our sessions look like? And he was like, Oh my God, we'd get nothing done. He's like, we would be talking over each other and there would be so much energy being pulled from each other because that, you know, extroverts, they fill up from other people. And um, he's like, we would just be pulling back and forth on each other. (laughs) I was like, right? This is why we need both. Okay, so now that I've digressed with some stories, let's circle back. And this is the this is why I was really inspired to make this episode today, is the one thing that defines introverts and extroverts. Everyone thinks it's about social ability, and it's not. The main difference is how we gain and expend our energy. Introverts, we find solace and renewal in quiet moments, introspection, Extroverts draw energy from social encounters and external stimulus. The variance in energy sources impacts their behavior, communication style, and preferred social settings. This is one of the main things that confuses people, particularly about me being an introvert, because they see me being social, they see me trying new things, and they don't understand because it doesn't fit in with their assumptions about what an introvert is. This is because... Most people don't know this core difference between the two. They really think it's about how social you are. Like I was just saying, and it's not. It's about how we fill up and how we use our energy. That is the defining characteristic of an introvert and an extrovert. And the truth is, is there are many public figures that are introverts. And everyone is always so surprised by that. As introverts, we fill up in the quiet and then we venture out. Into this very loud world, and we share, we inspire, we give our all, and then we go back to our quiet space to fill up again. And another thing that confuses people about introverts um, is that we like doing public things by ourselves. And this just confuses so many people, <laughs> especially one if you're out doing things by yourself, whether you're an introvert or extrovert. People are always like, oh my God, you do that by yourself? You go eat by yourself? We like going to the movies, going to eat, hiking, all kinds of activities by ourselves. And there's a lot of times people assume we do this because we don't have any friends or that we're lonely and on and on. And nope, it's because we like having our own experience. When you're with a group, which is great also, you're having a group experience, right? You're feeling everyone's energy, all of their experiences, and as nat- introverts, we're naturally introspective. And so when we're doing something alone, we're processing, we're feeling, we're thinking, we're having a great time all by ourselves because we're fully immersed in our own experience. And like I said, there are many times that you actually want to do things with a group. We get to remember that there's a spectrum. This isn't a black or white area. Humans are made up of shades of gray. And it really is a wonderful thing. We love the shades of gray. So, what are some of the key traits of introverts, right? We talked about recharging in solitude. Introverts often require time alone to recharge their batteries, engaging in solitary activities like reading, writing, spending time in nature. It's a big thing for me, although not so much right now because it's so freaking hot in Phoenix, (laughs) but we just wait a little bit. I'm missing our monsoon. Um, And so we need that time to regain our energy after social interactions or busy periods. Introverts are usually deep thinkers. Uh, they're known for their capacity to engage in deep introspection and contemplation. They are more likely to take their time processing information before responding, making them thoughtful and deliberate communicators. They also are very empathetic and are active listeners. Because of their attentiveness and introspective nature, they tend to be empathic listeners who pay close attention to other people's words and emotions. And they create meaningful connections with those that they engage with. I can say that that is absolutely true. That is one of my favorite things. <laughs> um, and we, we because I am an introvert here, uh, we prefer meaningful connections, which means we prioritize quality over quantity when it comes to relationships. We value deeper connections with a few close friends or family members rather than having a vast network of acquaintances. And we're going to talk about um, because this is not always things that I see. Just We're just going to spend a little bit short of time on this. What are some of the challenges that introverts may face? Social disorders, such as social anxiety and social phobia. This can prevent introverts from receiving the connection they desire. There are lots of techniques that can help with this, and there are different types of professionals that can assist with these challenges as well. This is one of the things that I help my introverted clients with. Um, In particular, one of the things that I do for myself is if I'm going into a new situation and I don't know anyone, I choose to tell myself, I get to talk to one person and that is enough. I don't have to meet everyone. I don't have to make everyone my friend. I get to talk to one person. It takes a lot of the pressure off that we put on ourselves. Uh, Introverts can also be challenged with what we call running behaviors, which can look like distracting yourself from doing what you want to be doing. Isolating to an extent that is not healthy and not getting support or healing from past experiences. Overwhelm. Overwhelm can be a big one for introverts. Also, um, another challenge is not creating a safe circle of people who can support and you can support and connect with. And this can sometimes be a catch 22 for introverts because they desperately desire an inner circle and it requires them to step out of their perceived comfort zone to create it. Now, if you're really paying attention to what I said there, I said their perceived comfort zone, we all have a comfort zone and then there's the perceived comfort zone. So something to pay attention to there. And um, one of the things that I mentioned also is that we um, can get stuck in victimhood and If you've ever listened to anything I've said, you know that choosing victimhood isn't something that I ever advocate. I don't judge it. And I even end up there myself sometimes, which I do not like (laughs) at all. And it's a choice. If your life doesn't look the way you want to, we get to choose something different. If you are someone who says, I can't because I'm an introvert, then you're choosing to be a victim to your own personality trait. Now, That is very different than consciously knowing where you are on any given day and recognizing that you are not full enough. It isn't a match to be social, et cetera. You are in a place of taking care of yourself and it requires quiet for you to fill up. This is very, very different. I have days and even weeks where I'm fully aware that I am in a quiet period. This isn't a running behavior that I spoke about before. It is what I'm needing at that point in time. And in those moments, I am not sitting home upset because others aren't doing something for me. Um, I am not sitting around upset because I'm not being social. I'm not upset because I'm alone. I'm not experiencing FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. I'm not feeling worthless. I am perfectly content. That is something that will always let you know whether you are running or choosing self care. Are you getting drained or are you filling up? Also, And this is for everyone. What can happen with victimhood of any kind is that it can become very draining for others around you. It can backfire for the person who's choosing victimhood. Meaning introverted or extroverted, if you are consistently complaining, blaming, etc., people will move away from you and the connection you so deeply desire disappears due to your own behavior. Introverted or extroverted... The first step is to be aware of ourselves and what our bodies are telling us. When I am deciding to do something, I always ask, does this feel light or heavy? If it feels heavy, I ask myself, is this truly heavy or is it my resistance, right? Because light's a match, heavy isn't a match. And because I I know myself, um, and I recommend this to other introverts out there, like I said, if it feels heavy, I ask myself, is this truly heavy or is it my resistance? Because as an introvert, I know how much I enjoy my quiet, And sometimes that can filter what is an alignment for me to be choosing at that moment, especially if I have to put pants on and go outside, (laughs) like it being in my house. Okay, now on to our extroverts. Every introvert should have one and vice versa. (laughs) Extroverts are often described as the life of the party, right? These individuals draw their energy from social interactions and uh, from the outside world. Extroverts feel invigorated and lively. Bustling environments are quick to initiate conversations with strangers. They tend to be outgoing, expressive, and thrive in the company of others. What are some of the key traits of extroverts? Um, they're so much fun. They're social energizers, right? Extroverts recharge your energy by being around people, engaging in social activities. Um, they thrive on interaction and often find solitude, draining, or even anxiety inducing. I know this is very true for a lot of the extroverts that I know. Verbal communicators, right? They're they're more likely to think out loud, process information by discussing it with others. They are skilled in verbal communication and enjoy expressing their thoughts and ideas openly. They can be uh, risk takers and are very action oriented. Because of their love for external stimulation, extroverts are more likely to take risks and engage in adventurous activities. They are action oriented and enjoy trying new things. They also have a wide social circle. We talked about that. Extroverts are adept at making new friends and expanding their social circle. They are comfortable in large groups and often feel energized by socializing with diverse sets of people. Okay, so what are some of the challenges that extroverts may face? They struggle with being alone. This can lead to codependency and clinging behaviors. This can be demonstrated by spending time with people who aren't a match staying in an unhealthy or abusive relationship because being alone is too scary or overwhelming for them. They experience FOMO, fear of missing out. It's a big one for extroverts. Um, It's one of the things we talk about. Um, They have a tendency to seek validation of their self-worth, self-esteem outside of themselves. This is truly one of the main things I work with my extroverted clients on. There's a consciousness that comes with being able to discern the difference between having a foundational sense of self and understanding that you get filled up by being in connection with others, by being social. And this can be really hard for extroverts because they're born extroverted. From birth, they believe their whole world is dependent on something outside of themselves simply because of the way they're made. It often doesn't occur to them that their sense of self comes from inside. They can spend a lifetime chasing something they never obtained because what they're searching for is really inside themselves. And after working with me, my clients know who they are as a person. They understand how they fill up using the outside and the inside world. They no longer chase people or experiences. They have balance and they consciously choose things they want to do in their life. They consciously create their life. Um, Another thing is that they don't always have an understanding of the difference between inner circle and outer circle friends. Because they are so social, which we love about them, they usually have a large group of friends and can struggle sometimes making the close, intimate connections that everyone desires. This um, can get confusing because they have all these people around them, but they may not have a few core people that they use for consistent support and connection. And truthfully, this is another concept I work with my clients on. They learn to differentiate between the two groups, inner circle and outer circle, and then they have a better understanding of who they want in their life and where that person fits, where are they a match. Okay, so this is it. Like I said, it was just going to be a quick chat about introvert and extrovertness. Um, There's so much that we could talk about with um, each one of these, and maybe I'll delve into it a little bit more in the future. Who knows? We'll see what's divinely delivered to me. Um, and as I said, the, um, the one main thing that I really, really wanted to educate people about is how we fill up. It's not about social ability. It's not about how much someone talks or how much someone isolates or any of that. It's how we fill up our energy and how we expend our energy. That is the core difference between introverts and extroverts. And the truth is, is that most individuals don't perfectly fit into each one of these categories and they may exhibit traits from both introversion and extroversion this blend is usually often referred to as an ambivert which is probably the category that i fit in i don't know though because i still fill up uh you know when i'm alone (laughs) and the truth is is where people find balance um is enjoying both solitary and social experiences, right? It's about what brings us peace. It's about what's a match for us. It's about what brings us balance. And understanding that introverts and extroverts can help us appreciate the diverse ways people navigate this world. Like I said, we're all needed. Both personality types have their strengths and can contribute significantly to society. And by recognizing and respecting these differences, we get to be more inclusive and supportive in environments that celebrate the uniqueness of every individual. I'm getting a drink. I'm messing up all my words today as I'm super thirsty. So whether you find energy in the buzz of a crowded room or the quiet of your own company, embrace and celebrate what makes you, you. You are perfect just the way that you are. As an introvert, I invite you to expand beyond your perceived horizons If you desire to have more as an extrovert, I invite you to allow space for others and look inside to discover who you truly are. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me today. Everyone have a fabulous week. Um, If this was a contribution to you, then please subscribe, like, share, do all the things comment. You know how I love to have the feedback. um, So that this feeds into the universal algorithm and gets to more people that it can help. Um, And like I said, Wednesday to be posted as a blog post. So if you were paying attention to all those key attributes and you're like, what was that one? It'll all be written for you. Um, You can go in and read it and um, have it there for yourself. And if this brought things up for you and you would like support, please reach out, book a session. We'll work through it. As always, thank you to everyone who donated to my Cosmic Tip Jar. It allows me to create more free things that I can give to people. And if anyone feels led to do so, the links are in the description. Um, there's multiple options. Thank you so, so much. And for those of you that are watching the video, you can see that I got a um, a new background just for this episode. Just doing a little shout out to my friend, Mary, that for those of you who have been following, you know I have multiple Marys. Um, this one happens to live in Seattle and I was making new Uh, backgrounds for the videos. And I saw this Seattle one and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. So a little shout out to Seattle Mary there and uh, everyone have a great week. Tune in next week. We'll see what we talk about. Bye everyone.